Your good mid-morning, folks. Hey, how are you? It's me, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Your host for good mid-morning all week long, usually joined by co-hosts. And, uh, you know, today will be no different. Unfortunately, our co-host is running a little bit of, uh, running a little late. They'll be here about 20 minutes. And uh, so... Not only are they our co-hosts, but they're our musical guests. So they're gonna—they're bringing a lot. So let's forgive them this one time. You know, it, it's Lyft drivers. I think Lyft drivers are the problem. And uh, you know, these these goddamn Lyft drivers—they just think they're so much better than everybody else just because they get to drive it around in their car all day. This is ridiculous. Um. Anyway, folks, how you doing? It's a good mid morning. We are, uh, you know. We are doing the dress rehearsal. We're going live next Tuesday. It's very exciting. Glad that we did the dress rehearsal week, though, because, you know, this is why we do it, to see what happens. And uh, what happens is people uh, people don't show up or people are late. Uh, you know, people get confused, and that's fine. That's why we do the rehearsal, you know. Anyway, we've got a great show for you, I think. I think we've got a great show for you. I've got uh, so our our guest today is going to be uh, JT Trawick, who you may have heard of because he's on a little podcast called Fiddle Me This, which is right here on Podland. You should check it out. Fiddle Me This is if you like fiddles and you like this, you're gonna like Fiddle Me This. Um, that is their tagline. If you like fiddles and you like this, you're gonna like Fiddle Me This. So uh, check it out. It's on Podland Productions slash Fiddle Me This. Head on over there. Check out an episode or six. And uh, it is Front Row Friday. It's Friday, you know, and I'm happy it's Friday. What a week I've had. Just, uh, you know, if you heard the show yesterday, then you heard uh, that we didn't, our guest host didn't show up. And uh, it was a miscommunication, no fault of anybody's, you know, no blame. Everything's fine. Uh, but uh, my my lovely wife came down and was a guest on the show. And she, and we were talking about, how she has just started a new job. She just started a new job as a realtor. She was a pastry chef for seven or eight years. And uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, it gave her the time and opportunity to then go on and pursue a career in realty, which she'd been thinking about doing for several years. Now, she uh, throughout uh, the last six months, uh, she's been six, eight months, uh, she's been you know, taking the classes, doing all the studying, doing all that stuff, you know, all this time at home. Um, you know, I've been here kind of trying to get uh, Podland going, uh, doing, you know, little projects here and there, but not really, you know, just, you know, the, you know the, how the year was, right? It, the, so the first part of the pandemic of 2020 for me was just like a panic. I was just like, Okay, I have to do something. So I was doing virtual DJ shows. I was putting on virtual live shows. I had people coming into the studio to do live shows. And then as the pandemic kind of got worse and people were like, no, I don't really want to ever leave my house. Um, then that kind of uh, slowed that stuff down. So I uh, just spent the year trying to figure out what I wanted to do, how I wanted to really boost Podland and get people 
you know, to get the content that people were looking for. And so uh, right, you know, right around the same time as, as, as my wife was finishing with her realty school and, you know, get, you know, getting her license, doing all the stuff, I had figured out, you know, that I wanted to do good mid morning. I had I'd gotten it all together, you know, figured out what days, gotten my co-host, you know, kind of together and, um, you know, set a date. I said, I'm going to start it on March 16th. And, and then the same week, my wife is starting her new job. Like she was hired at a place she was hired there. So she's starting a new job, a totally new career. She's never done any of this stuff. So it's like, she's doing computer work and office work. She's, you know, frazzled. I'm doing all the social media and, you know, uh, planning and stuff for, for this show. And, uh, and, and, and right at the same time, at the same time that we're doing all this, we decided to get a fucking puppy. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so we're, we're like, this house is just crazy right now it, where I'm getting up at, at, you know, six thirty in the morning, uh, to, to let the puppy out or yesterday it was, you know, five thirty, or I had to get up and let the puppy out. And, uh, we're both, I don't think I've ever been so tired in my entire life. And we, you know, we, this is our second dog. We had a puppy before and, but it, that was 13 years ago back when we were a little younger and, uh, we were both working in the, in the service industry. We we're both working in, as bartenders. So, you know, uh, we were, it was, you know, we were up late and the dog would just go to sleep with us and, you know, it was fine. We were young. It didn't matter. And now, you know, we're both in our forties and trying to start new careers, basically like starting, <laughs> starting from the beginning. And we decided to get a puppy at the same time. Now I'm not saying, uh, I want to get rid of my puppy because, uh, she is adorable. She's probably one of the cutest things ever. No offense, Seamus. And, uh, and you know, when you look into those, uh, big brown eyes, then, uh, you know, all the uh, tiredness or, um, frustration just washes away. It just washes away. Ah, yep. So anyway, um, JT should be here in about, oh, I'd say, uh, 15 minutes now, six, maybe 14 minutes. But uh, I, just, just to get you a little familiar with uh, with JT and his music, um, I, I, I found a track that I've always enjoyed. I've seen JT play live many times. I've, uh, uh, you know, he's actually, he was one of the people who did a live show, uh, uh, one of the Live at Homes is what they're called, Live at Home on Podland. He did a Live at Home, and it was great. Um, so I just wanted to play, a, I'll play a song. This one's called All About You, and this is, uh, this is, Trawick, Oberlin, and Carter. I told with just how pretty you smile, yes, I told him all about you. Told each little bird, have a little single word, that you say is worthwhile, yes, I told him 
all about you. Well, I told the moon, every little star that shines above, about the way you roll your pretty little eyes and how you love. Little honeybee knows it's gonna be a honeymoon too. Yes, I told her all about you. For mine, yes, I told them all about you. They say it's gonna be only you and me until the end of time. Yes, I told them all about you. Well, I told the moon and every little star that shines above by the way you roll your pretty little eyes, just exactly how you look. Each little honeybee knows it's gonna be a honeymoon. Too. Yes, I told them all about you. I'll pick it up. J.T. Trawick on the guitar there uh, with uh, Oberlin and Carter. That was several years ago. Great, great tune. Great tune, though. Hey, uh, folks, did you know that, uh, oh, I didn't do my thing. I don't have my, uh, this is, you know, this is what happens when uh, when stuff happens. This is what happens, folks. Let's see. Uh, I did want to tell you, this is what I wanted to say, what I was going at, was uh, did you know... Nope. <laughs> hey, friends, did you know that Podland Productions is on Patreon now? That's right. You can now become a patron of Pod... Of po <laughs> this is fun. That's right. Now you can become a patron of Podland, or as li I like to say, become a Podlander. Just click on the link on our homepage and become a Podlander today. With your help, we will make Podland a content machine, giving you fun and interesting entertainment all week long. Just head to the homepage and click on Become a Patron button. Thank you. Uh, folks, we are uh, just chilling. We're waiting. We're wait We're kind of waiting for, for JT Trawick, who is going to be the co-host when he gets here. He's also the musical guest. Just heard a track from him. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland Productions. 
Um, in the news, no, not in the news. I wanted to talk about springtime. Yes, springtime is coming. Uh, it's, it's, it's arriving tomorrow, folks. Spring is officially going to be here tomorrow. And, you know, in Portland, it's raining, which t- I like. I, it, I, I talked about it yesterday. I talked about how my fears of, uh, of uh, what is it? Not, I don't want to say global warming, um, <laughs> climate change, uh, of climate change. I feel th- my fears of climate change are, are hap- like climate change is happening before our very eyes. And you can notice different uh, weather patterns that, you know, if you've lived somewhere for a long time. Um, so I'm happy, happy as hell that it's raining right now, uh, and I'm happy that it's supposed to be raining tomorrow, and I hope it rains the rest of the week. I don't know if it will, but uh, springtime is is coming, and I'm I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to going outside. I don't know about any of you, but um, it just seems like, you know, once the sun starts to come out. Uh, it, everybody starts to feel a little bit better, even though, you know, you still got to be cautious. You still have to wear your mask. You still have to stay six feet apart basically until, you know, there's a big green light that says, okay. And I don't know when that's going to be. So until then, uh, you know, keep doing all the stuff you're doing, unless you're not doing the stuff that you're supposed to be doing, then stop doing that and do what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, but it makes me feel good when the start, when the sun does start to come out at, you know, in I want to say April. I'm looking at April. Um, maybe, you know, mid-April. That's what I'm... I, I want it to keep raining, folks. I do. I want it to keep raining because here's why. I don't want another horrible fire season. You know? I it, The fire season is one of my least favorite seasons, I'd say. You know, tornado season, and that's going year-round now, but uh, tornado season, it doesn't really affect me that much, but it's still not a great season. Uh, but fire season, you know, whoever, whoever was like, okay, we've got summer, we've got spring, we've got fall, we've got winter, you know, those are great that those are great seasons and they're, you know, they're big. They kind of, you know, envelop a lot. So, you know, what we need is some, some uh, little, 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 just other little seasons that we can have thrown in there, you know, like a fire season or, or a tornado season, something like that. And everybody at the meeting was like, yeah, Frank, that's a great idea. We should totally have that. Like little team, we could have like a, uh, ice storm seasons or, you know, uh, flood. Oh, what about the flood season? Yes, flood season. These are great ideas, Frank. And then Frank was, of course, you know, they, they uh, gave him a better job. He started making more money. And uh, and here we are with these all these crazy when we, we should have just stuck with the four, you know, the four seasons were fine. We didn't need these other little little seasons, you know, no, we nobody asked for a fire season. There was no except for Frank for fucking Frank who asked for a fucking fire season when nobody asked, nobody else wanted it. <sighs> I'm getting worked up here, folks. I'm just I just want I'm just excited about spring is really what I, what it comes down to is that uh, spring is springing tomorrow and uh, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Let's see, folks, I've got uh, well, you know, I do have an album of the day and I, I was going to, you know, try and play it while J, you know, a track or two while JT was here. Um, but instead, it's instead of that, I'm going to play another one of JT's tracks just until he gets here and uh, or. You know, I'm I'm gonna play this one, and then, and then, and then hopefully, 
he'll be here in just a little bit and we'll get to talk to JT but for now here's a here's a little song called Life Goes Fast from JT Trayway Sometimes I really didn't know what to say We felt like old friends that day Life goes fast, but you do it anyway Get your time till it goes away We just met and I can't seem to spend enough time with you like I met a new old friend today. It feels like I met an old new friend today. Well, that was uh, Life Goes Fast by J.T. Trawick, who will be arriving right now. I believe he's walking through the door. There he is, walking through the door, looking good. Uh, The man is here. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play a track off this uh, album, this uh, Slim Whitman album, and uh, we'll get JT all situated and and then come on back with JT Trawick. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland.Productions. You're gonna be 
Crystal clear ocean, right on the crest of the wild raging stone. To work in the service of life and the living, search of the answers to questions unknown. To be part of the movement, part of the growing, part of beginning to understand. to Good Mid-Morning. I'm your host, DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, and I don't know where my glasses are. <laughs> oh, here they are. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, uh, check out what's going on in Podland. We have some great podcasts happening and some more on the way. Uh, check out, of course, Fiddle Me This with host JT Trawick and look uh, for new episodes of My Three Songs coming out April 20th. Also, don't forget to check out our DJ page featuring DJ B.A., uh, his show Strictly Off the Records, and my show, The Way We Get By with DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. It's all here on Podland. Become a patron or just join our email list to hear what's coming on down the line. Folks, um, here I have uh, – welcome oh, – I already said that part. That's a long time ago. It's Front, front Row Friday. And that means that we're not only do we have a guest host, but that guest host is also our musical guest. You can find him interviewing fiddlers from the great Northwest and beyond on his podcast, Fiddle Me This, or on his YouTube channel, Picking Tunes with His Buds. Uh, what's, what's your YouTube channel called? 
JT's front porch. JT's front porch. Um, and soon enough, you'll be able to find him leading the band at your favorite honky tonk. It's my pleasure to have as our guest host the one and only JT Trawick. JT, how are you? What's up? I'm alright. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing good, man. I'm. Uh, I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. Yeah. You. You had a, a rough morning. Well, Fuck. it's early for a guy like me. I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from? And, oh, oh, big question. Are you afraid of scissors? Uh, I, my, one of my best friends growing up uh, got in a, one of those scissor fights that you get in when you're in elementary school. Yeah. Uh, we were in GT class, gifted and talented or whatever, and uh, they started going at each other and thought it'd be fun. And uh, lo and behold, half his finger almost all the way to the bone, and he cut it. Oh man! He hopped up, and, you know, ran around the room. We we're like, "What the hell are you doing?" And uh, found out he cut his cut his finger about half off. Scissor fight. So that was the last <laughs> time I had one of those. I was I was on the other side of the table, fortunately. But yeah, and it was those elementary safety scissors too. Really, man! Some plastic ones, you know, kind of one sided. That's crazy. Covered in plastic, but you know, they, well, they were just going at each other. Yeah. Well, the reason I asked if you were afraid of scissors is I was looking at your um, I was looking at your your website, jttrawick.com, and uh, I played uh, two I played both of your performances. Oh wow! And right on. I'm wondering if is are you going to put a third performance on with your hair uh, <laughs> where it's at now, because it goes from a, a nice you know clean cut looking guy, uh, then to kind of a Bruce Springsteen look, and <laughs> and now. And now you're full, um, full organ. I guess is it, it's yeah. it's just the organ look, huh? Well, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I've I've been inspired a lot by Sasquatch. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's COVID era. I just I need, I need to get my hair cut. I was actually talking to somebody about that the other day. Yeah, uh, it's time. It, it is time. Yeah, because I mean that the the one the the performance with Oberlin Carter and and you. Uh, you know, you you look so young, you know. You, Fresh you're out of handsome. The <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, I just had to give you some shit there. Well, deep down inside, somewhere that man still exists. Yeah, we just gotta find him. I guess. Uh, so, I, um, sorry, I lost my spot here. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to talk about the uh, this last year and how it's been for you. Um, oh, actually, you know what? Before we get into that, I didn't let you finish. I didn't. I I asked a question, and then and then and then we got in a, a silly subject. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your background? Oh, okay. Uh, well, I grew up in Arkansas. I was actually born in British Columbia, and uh, that's part of the reason I moved out here in the first place. Um, but I grew up in Arkansas, and uh, uh, yeah, I just grew up down there in the river valley kind of where the ozarks kind of fall down and start running into the arkansas river there mm -hmm. in central arkansas and you were from a are you from a musical family uh yeah my my dad played my or still plays uh, my grandpa played and uh um my uncle and aunt they all play and my mom's side too um uh, she she's uh more of a choir choir girl church yeah. piano and uh her mom played uh piano in churches you know what were uh like family weddings and and gatherings like were they was it just like music and dancing 
Uh, less dancing, just uh, but but yeah, there's generally you know, kind of a reunion of sorts, band reunion. They, uh, My dad's family used to do the family band thing mm-hmm. uh, when they were in college. And um, so uh, my aunt sings real nice third part and the, you know, third three-part harmonies. And my uncle's got, uh, he sings, you know, and so they would uh, kind of a trio style just sing. That was really the only time they'd do it. Uh, that's not really true. We'd have we'd have pickings at the house and stuff like that. So I kind of grew up around it, but yeah. came to it late myself because I didn't want to do what Dad did. I I did. I just didn't want to admit that I did. Is the truth. Uh, yeah. Uh, just kind of went away from it and then. Well, when came did back you into When did you find When did you start picking it? When did you start picking the guitar? I think I was about nineteen when I started playing guitar. Oh, that's not. I mean, that's not too 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 old. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't uh I started playing guitar when I was in my uh late twenties, early thirties. Okay. Yeah. So but my dad was a lawyer. Uh huh. So, you know. <laughs> well that's uh, did uh, he play? No, no, but no, yeah. he didn't do it. He d- he had no he has my dad doesn't have any rhythm. He like <laughs> <laughs> he he can't he can barely tap to the beat. So yeah. uh my mom was uh my mom liked music and was you know really liked music. My mom uh they're both from from California, both from San Francisco and mm. my mom hung out with the with the uh, music kids. Uh I, she told stories about hanging out with Janis Joplin. Um Nice. Well, yeah, I guess you know it was fine, except Janis Joplin was just like wasted, you know. Yeah. Just uh, well, that's, that's that's a lot of fame to try to handle it all at once, and if oh. you don't have your yeah core people, you know, and you don't trust your core people, you don't trust yourself. That's a tough thing to deal with. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, grew up in in Arkansas from a kind of a music family, and uh, started playing music. Did you? And then and then what? What ultimately led you out here? You said because you were born in BC, but uh, what what was it about Oregon that that really captivated you? Well, I was in living in Northwest Arkansas at the time, and uh, was uh, really starting to want to pursue music for a living, you know, and trying it there, and realizing I'm, it's time for a bigger pond. I uh, was thinking about Nashville, but I kind of half grew up there, uh, both my dad's side and my mom's side. Uh, aunts and uncles all live out there uh still um around around the nashville area area and uh so uh so i didn't end up going there because i always kind of felt like i'm always going to have a foot foot in there uh going back for holidays and whatnot and so uh had a handful of uh, fiddle players out here in the pacific northwest and like i said i was born up here always wanted to kind of experience that so uh uh, chased a gal out here, and uh, that was kind of the needle that broke the camel's back. I don't know if a, that's what a needle does, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I do. The final straw. Okay, you, that's you can't, Portland yeah. is the place. <laughs> yeah. So a uh, handful of reasons, and then, you know, I'm still here. You are. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and we're we're happy for it. You know, you're you've uh, kind of become a a staple, especially around uh, these air, this part of town, you know, down at the Landmark Saloon. Always good to see you playing down there. Um, yeah, that that Landmark Saloon community, I feel grateful to have gotten to be a part of. Um, 
really hoping it comes back. They can make it through COVID. <laughs> I think you know. I think they're going to be fine. They're yeah. especially with that with their outside area. So uh, speaking of COVID, how's this last year been for you? I know it's, it's been tough for a lot of artists, like you know musicians and comedians. Uh, how how did you find? How did you get by? Well, um, I, I think it's. Uh, I think we talked about it. Uh, I was talking with Annie about it on the latest fiddle me this episode on the porch we talked about uh she said pivot and i think that's the right term you you know um it's weird in the music world um and i just read an article philip glass had some cool things to say about the whole idea of giving your art away versus uh you know having value in it and understanding that it's all right to make a living with it and support yourself with your art you know Mm -hmm. and uh pivot is the word that I think businesses use and that's that's kind of that's really what it is for musicians whether they want to you know uh live streaming has kind of gone off the charts and there's a lot of people that are kind of crushing it on the uh, different platforms you know you just got to mm-hmm. learn how to do that and yeah you don't have to go nowhere to do it it's pretty pretty incredible uh used to it's life on the road you know you, you go play music and uh, I guess everybody's got a different business plan, you know. Whatever. Well, you know, it's crazy because I was uh, our our uh, guest host on Tuesday w- or Wednesday uh, is is comedian uh, Jake Silverman, and he was talking about how comedians uh, are now like it used to be. You know, you had to to make it as a comedian, you had to just be on the road like all the time, just work, 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 mm-hmm. and that's how you made it. And now. It doesn't matter how funny you are or how um, how you know many gigs you do. If your social media is blowing up, then clubs are going to hire you. They're going to yeah. they're going to say, "Oh, this guy's got you know 14 million followers, but he's you know kind of funny. This guy's got uh, 203 followers, but he's fucking hilarious. But this guy with the followers is going to pack the place, so wow. that's who gets in." who can sell the tickets yeah i guess that, that makes sense you know yeah i mean do you think that uh that that social media and and that stuff has has affected music that way like i think so um i mean not that i know anything about it i'm not uh i just you know hear about uh, you know i'm not I, i'm not crushing it i'm not doing anything you know i'm just uh i can get up there and play guitar and lead the band and uh and write songs and uh and and get to the next town um i'm trying to get better at the social media and all that and learning about how to use an email list and stuff like that but that doesn't mean i'm good at it right <laughs> yeah well and that's and the other thing that's uh, what we were talking about on wednesday was uh, you know you got to get like what you got what you need is a social media person you need somebody yeah, to be doing that. I think so. And, uh, and but and you got to have that person. You got to be able to pay for them. <laughs> so exactly. Exactly. Some people, you know, uh, there's things called business loans, and I don't know anything about that. But uh, I don't know. Some musicians are just in the right town, and they, you know, that's kind of what major labels do for artists. Uh, you know, but it takes a lot of work to do all that. It's it's yeah more than one day job. To keep up on all that stuff, and uh, you're telling me. Uh, but that's how showbiz is, and and that that it makes it it makes it super super competitive. And uh, but without the support of good fans and and listeners, you don't have anything. So yeah, you always got to be grateful for that. If someone 
resonates with your music or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was talking about how spring is coming back tomorrow, or tomorrow's the first day of spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you are you feeling or sensing that uh, the the music community is, is kind of coming back or, like, live shows are a little bit – are going to be trickling in this year? Well, it feels like that very much. Um, this time last year, uh, I've got – I had a little bluegrass, traditional bluegrass band called Rowdy Mountain, and we were real excited about our sound. We had an original sound, a lot of original tunes mixed with some of the music of our heroes and uh, put a little album out, I guess, September before last. And um, the time to push it really is, uh, we, well, we, we were going to kind of ramp up and start pushing it uh, this time last year and mm-hmm. had some big gigs booked, uh, Folk Life in Seattle and some other little private parties and a St. Patrick's Day gig, and uh, they all started getting canceled. Yeah. And, um, you know, then we did, We ended up, I think our last gig was our regular monthly gig at Landmark Saloon, and um, played that, and uh, then next thing you know, I had to text everybody, hey, all the next stuff's canceled, and here we go, we'll buckle down the hatches, you know. <laughs> yep. So, uh, and, and now coming out of it, it does seem like that, but, uh, you know, everybody's kind of pivoted for themselves <laughs> and, um, you know, not everybody's wanting to do music anymore, uh, but, uh, uh, but that's all right, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it feels like, uh, people are, uh, you know, feeling a little safer and, and coming out and, you know, wanting to definitely, I mean, I don't know if they're feeling safer or they're just they just want to they just want to play music or hear music. Well, I think it's a little bit of both, you know. And um, my my brother lives down in Orlando, and he's been playing. Uh, he's been playing for the last, you know, since the fall. Yeah. Um, with, uh, <laughs> you know, Florida, it's it's a different part of the country. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, but but he hasn't uh, he hasn't. That's our tagline. Yeah, <laughs> Florida. Florida. It's a different part of the country. <laughs> uh, he's been playing, you know. Uh, he he plays in bands and used to work at Disney World, and so he's got some good contract gigs because there's money down there and things going on. And uh, huh, well, good for him. Yeah, good for him. And good I'm for him. I'm trying to figure out how to get people to engage on social media. And yeah. Uh, well, you're, you're getting there, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Why you want to play some music? Sure. You want to Yeah. <coughs> I haven't really warmed up or anything, but I'll try well, this. You, yeah, yeah, go for it. Just give it a shot or we All can right. I can throw on another track if you want to warm up for a second. Well, you already played a couple, so I'll try this. This thing. Uh, kind of a true story not kind of it really is <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah the day I settled down and found true love it was so sweet but I knew it was too good to be true We were in love, but feelings change like seasons do. And soon our love did freeze and die within 
now I'm borrowing guitars and stealing hearts. That's what I do until I find the perfect match for me. <laughs> We were in love, but feelings change like seasons do. The only way to know which one's for me. Very nice. <laughs> J.T. Trawick. Uh, so um, it, if I do the math right, you're single now? <laughs> <laughs> well, about four years out now. So Four years you've been single? A long time, oh. ago. <laughs> <laughs> time flies uh, when you're having fun. Yeah, yeah. That's a lovely song. Uh, I, I, I would ask the story behind it, but we're not uh, – I. <laughs> what else you got for us? You got another tune? Yeah. <clears throat> uh. Let's see. What should I do here? Uh, normally, I like to do uh, all about you. You already did that on the show, so that's all right. Let me do. Uh, I need to come up with another one real quick here. We can try this thing. Uh, this is um, one some that I used to get to do with the with the band, full band. We'll try it. in love neath the Texas moon above Somewhere south of San Antonio Her smile was fair Gardenia in her hair Somewhere south of San Antonio Many moons have passed Now we're going back at last We're gonna make it our home 
Oh, she's at my side, for I made her my bride. Somewhere south of San Antonio. Oh. Fell in love neath the Texas moon above, somewhere south of San Antonio. Her smile was fair, gardenia in her hair, somewhere south of San Antonio. Many moons have passed, now we're going back at last. We're gonna make it our home. Oh, she's at my side. For I made her my bride Somewhere south of San Antonio Somewhere south of San Antonio Nice. Uh, who wrote that one? Oh, that's a Johnny Gimble number. Johnny Gimble. I don't know much about Johnny Gimble. Mr. Gimble played uh, fiddle for... Uh, Bob Wills for a long, long time. Oh, okay. And uh, he also played with uh, George Jones and Merle Haggard, Sleep at the Wheel. Nice. A lot of, later in his career, he moved, spent some time in Nashville and played a lot of, on a lot of records for a lot of people. Yeah. Stuff you've probably heard, but he's he's one of the uh, most improvisational wizards of all time when it comes to fiddle and uh all that time he spent in Bob Will's band, he really learned how to hone his voice. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he's inspired a lot of a lot of fiddle players through the years. Nice. What and what it was? What was it that drove drew you to? I mean, I, I was that the was it mainly the family thing that that drew drew you to the fiddle? Like being an accompanist I, for the honestly, fiddle? Honestly, I think so. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. My grandpa passed when I was about eight or nine and uh, so I didn't really get to know him much but uh, I feel like if he'd have been around maybe I'd have pick, picked up something a lot earlier mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I remember later in life when I started did did start playing it was to hang out with my dad because I wasn't playing baseball as much anymore we used to play catch all the time and he was he was playing the fiddle and needed some backup sometimes for some gigs and fiddle contests when he'd go out and play and it was like well He'll show me how to play guitar, and then my second a co second contest I went to, I met some uh, some people who were just playing the heck out of their guitars and fiddles, and I was like, "Oh man, those guys are! I want to do that." Yeah, were <laughs> so, you like you were in awe of what they were doing? And oh yeah, man, it's just just so musical and improvisational, and uh, there was a you know attitude to it, and it, and it was just like, "Dang, man, these guys can play." How much Im uh, improv is there in so like uh, during fiddle me this you know when when you sit down with the with the fiddlers how much improv are they doing during those songs? Every one of them is a lot different. Uh -huh. Every fiddle player is different, but the only reason, the only way you'd really be able to tell is 
if you listen to a lot of fiddling, right? Um, a guy like Doug, he he pretty much uh, constantly is coming up with ideas in his head and is constantly playing. It's like chess; you're always playing five moves ahead. So the notes that you know you've already played those notes in your head and your fingers have already hit it. And now you're you know you're way ahead of thinking about where you want to go with the song. Yeah. And um but then some players are very rehearsed and they they play things the same way every time. And um that's that's uh you know, that's that's one of the big differences. There's dance fiddling and there's there's so many different applications for fiddle too that they all kind of take on a little bit different uh, approach and attitude and Yeah. Uh, that that variety is certainly apparent on with with the with the guests that we've had, I yeah. Think. So, um, some people are uh, improvisation is a scary thing for uh, for a lot of people, and uh, it, it, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but for me, um, the the players that I grew up and was inspired by, they were doing it, uh, and and they gave you the confidence to do it, and uh, the the understanding of the music to to do it and and for me music is best when it's very conversational like that between the fiddle player and the guitar player if a fiddle player is playing a particular way the chords might change even within the song yeah based on the next thing coming along if you just know and kind of you end up having these you know the more you get to know a fiddle player the better you guys groove together but also off the cuff, throw an audible in the middle of it. And yeah, I mean, I follow I th the chords around. Yeah, th I think that goes, you know, with with any musicians. Like if you play, you know, long enough together, or you know, there's some some musicians. I don't, I don't know. If it, it, I'm sure you've had this happen where you play with somebody for maybe the first time and you just click. It just you just you're just musically on the same page. Yeah, and uh, yeah. That does happen when you've listened to a lot and been inspired by a lot of the same musicians yeah. and people and listened to a lot of the same languages, music languages, as yeah. it were. Do you have another uh, another tune you want to play for us? All right, sure. Um. <laughs> I just thought of that song that I wrote for you, but it's not really finished yet. So oh. I guess I'm not going to do that one today. Uh, I can't wait to hear that one, though. <laughs> Uh. I'm headed back to Boston I gotta catch that gal before she leaves She's leaving on that train headed out of town Her blue eyes and her brown hair She's the sweetest thing you ever did meet Like to take her for my own back in Boston She's running to it ain't me she's trying to get away from it's just this old town and lord she's got to be free her blue eyes and her brown hair she's the sweetest thing ever did me never take her for my own back in boston On my back and I home the tin. It ain't much, but I guess it's all I really need. 
her blue eyes and her brown hair She's the sweetest thing you ever did meet I'll never have it for my own back in Boston I'll never have it for my own back in Boston town <laughs> That sounds familiar that, is that, that, That's the theme song to Feel Me This, isn't it? Yeah, it is uh, Did you write that? I did Oh, that's a lovely tune Thank you. Uh, have you ever been to Boston? No. Um, that tune, um, I kind of envisioned uh, there's uh, in uh, East Arkansas, Central East Arkansas, there's uh, an area, a mountain range called the Boston Mountains. Ah. And um, uh, they're not, you know, there's not really mountains in Arkansas. They're, they're foothills. You know, the Ozarks are just their arcs <laughs> their their foothills um and uh the boston mountains are not really part of the ozarks i guess they kind of are uh i'm not sure i have to look at a map but they're uh they're in east arkansas right before you get to fort smith and kind of north there as you start heading up 540 up to fayetteville and um and all that country but uh it's just a beautiful stretch uh the old pig trail run, winds through. They call it the pig trail because you just take that highway to go up and watch the Razorbacks play. Ah. And everybody would, before they put the interstate in, everybody drove up uh, the old highway there, and they call it the old pig trail because it winds through a beautiful part of the country. Just, it's just a real pretty drive, yeah. you know, through the Boston Mountains and that area. So I guess I was kind of thinking of that when I, when I wrote that, that tune. Yeah great tune uh well why don't why don't we tell why don't you tell the folks a little bit more about uh about fill me this and why why you decided to do this podcast with new ep the new episodes uh there's a new episode out today i i gotta say uh out on podland and also anywhere you find podcasts but uh season two just started last week and uh you want you let us know let the people know why they should listen to fill me this uh, well, that, I guess, honestly, it kind of came about because uh, you kept nagging me to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, and I've always kind of had this, uh, you know, I, I love sitting down with fiddle players and uh, just playing and, um, you know, but, but we play stuff that you don't do it shows you can't you can't show up at a unless you're playing a square dance but even the square dance you know it's they're not there to listen to the music they're there some people listen to the music but dance fiddling it's more of a job yeah you play the you know you play the tune for 10 minutes you know it turns into this long not even a jam because you you have to you got to keep the music going and keep the groove going for you got to play for the dancers mm -hmm. and uh and square dances are peppy, you know, it's, it's, um, but, uh, you know, other, other types of shows, you know, you got to sing and you got to play songs that people are going to relate to. But when people come to my house and jam, it, we play fiddle tunes for hours and hours. Yeah. <laughs> and people don't realize how much fiddle music there is, I think. And, uh, um, you know, I just, uh, the opportunity to kind of share some of that 
yeah. I think is important to kind of showcase the uh, you're showcasing the great Northwest fiddle players. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, I mean, because we're here and they're here. Yeah. And, um, and it's it's a cool kind of snapshot of the local fiddle scene here. Uh, you know, I'll, it's kind of it's all old time somewhere, but everybody tries to categorize music. Well, it's this or it's that. Or, but, you know, it's it's very individual. Every player has their own influences, their own experiences and their own stories to tell. And they all play it. Uh, you know, some like to play fiddle. Play, play square dances and some don't some like to sit at their house and play play the same uh, breakdown over and over again and their venue happens to be a fiddle contest and some people have a problem with fiddle contests because they kind of write it off as you know uh, but but it, it can be a very musical thing very improvisational and very much part of the american fiddle tradition as well but they wouldn't know it because they've never you know they just they hear what some of those fiddle players are doing and you know they just think it's not it, they don't relate to it you know yeah uh, but it's but it's very rooted and has its own sort of tradition and in, in american fiddling and uh i just love it all you know i love all the fiddle music and uh and i'm i'm grateful to get to back up any of them when i do so right yeah it's a great podcast. It's uh, it's a, a lot of fun to listen to. Like uh, one thing that I found interesting, uh, I find interesting about it is you know all the same names pop up, you know you know they pop up in different different episodes. You know people, and uh, more and more like there's more and more names it seems like that keep getting added to the list that you hear like maybe yeah. once in season one down here, but now the, at the end you hear it as well like. So a lot of uh yeah it's just kind of cool how uh everybody's kind you know kind of connected just through fiddle music. It it really is. Uh it's like, you know, people so you know it's it's kind of like the whole American songwriter idea. Everybody there's the Towns camp, there's the uh the guy Clark camp, there's the John Prine camp, you know, and you can keep going uh and it's the exact same with fiddle players. They all kind of have their loyal followings and the people mm -hmm. who really dive into their music, the Claude Davenport fans and the uh, the Johnny Gimble fans or the, you know, uh, Herman Johnson fans or the uh, Calvin Valrath fans, you know, and everybody. Uh, now there's so many, so much resources out there to hear fiddle music and learn fiddle music and so many different, you know, you can, a lot of tunes and a lot of music. Um, yeah. And everybody keeps writing tunes, <laughs> adding to the tradition, making it their own, and uh, it's beautiful. It's fun. Awesome. Well, folks, uh, check out Fiddle Me This. Uh, it's on Podland. New episode out today. It's already up, so check it out. Check out season one. JT Trawick, thank you so much for stopping by to Good Mid Morning. We're going to have you back, and I think next time we should probably have a fiddle player as well. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Man, that sounds fine to me. Yeah. That's, that's one of my funnest things. Um, and, oh, I just really quickly, I, I had to mention that we met doing Good Mid-Morning uh, back in 2013. Is that, that right? That's how we met. Wow. So um, it, it's all, it all comes back Over around. Studio at X-Ray. Yep. Far out. Um, it was actually sound, uh, House of Sound. Um, right. Next week on Good Mid-Morning, we have guest hosts Joey Ficken, Jake Silberman, um, mystery guest on Thursday, and then our musical co-host on Friday will be Jenny Logan. It's going to be a great week. We're going live on Tuesday, 